We got to camp last night, but I couldn't sleep at all until dawn's early light when I hear this bugle call. When you see kids doing things for themselves, well, isn't that what life is all about? Getting prepared for things ahead? And that's what scouting is all about, being prepared. We have gas for a gas cooker, we have some chairs, we have some tents. And of course we got our land, we a plot of land. What, about 40 feet by about 30 feet? And it's just a bit of unmown grass. I've had great times in scouting. I put a lot of time into it as well. I got great rewards out of it. And I said the kids are the kids love it as well. Like. We're in a big empty field in Rouen, County Clare, and it's the middle of May. But this team of scouts from Killaloo has come prepared to set up camp and stay here for two nights. Well, in our group there's um, there's four girls, Linda, Aoife, Vanessa and Kate. And there's four boys. There's Niall, Cal, Callum and myself. And that's Barra. He's 12 and one of the younger scouts. We've two leaders, five tents in bags, plenty of food, miles of string, lots of wood. Now Callum, he's 15 and the assistant patrol leader, he's the thinker. He's already assessing the situation. Well, we just arrived and we have all our camping gear, which is like pillows and sleeping bags and all that kind of stuff. And we got cooker yoki, which is like a barrel full of sand, practically. And we got like a box of stuff, which I don't know what's in this box of stuff. It's got um, charcoal, two barrels, no toilet paper. Hmm, nice. Um, we got loads of sticks, about 30 sticks, spars, whatever you want to call them, which are for the tripods and the cooker. We have a sign with the rovers on it, that's our name. And then we got big planks of wood for the seats and the table. Now we have like compost for some reason. I don't know why. Oh, that's for the cooker. Vanessa was voted by the team as the patrol leader. She's 15, she's doing her junior cert in a few weeks. Not too bossy, but she's well able to organise the team. Well, we have all the wood divided into like the table. The table wood is over there. That's the whistle, so we can go start now. I'd like to welcome you here to Rouen. I'd just like to say the best of luck over the weekend. May the best team win. <laughs> and if you have any problems, junior or senior, don't be afraid to come up and ask one of the leaders. <coughs> All right, nothing too major now. I just raise the flag and then you can start. Okay. So we run to the lawn where they're raising the flag and we stand by the flagpole saluting. Eric Culligan is camp chief for the weekend. He started out as a six-year-old beaver scout and moved up to the ranks. You could call him a natural scout. I love being outdoors. Outdoors is it's great, like, you know. It's brilliant. I, I love that now. Being out camping and building stuff. Making things. Things like that. What's good, like, when, like when you go out to a campsite and you'd see it and it'd stand out a mile away, like, you know, you'd drive up to it and you're like, oh, that's cool. You know, like, that's not like... Not the way that things are like compared to well there was kinda of the same when I was in when I was in Scouts we used to build big massive stuff as well like. I remember on one shield when I was we were building something and it was down below on Killaloo. 
and we're building an entrance. And we were using just three sticks and a stick in the middle of it. The whole thing fell down on top of me. <laughs> I thought it was great crack. I just bounced up all of it again. The leaders came from every angle and saying, are you all right, are you all right? No, no, but look away from me. Like, it was the, that's the way it was. Oh, it was. I'll never forget it. It was the best, it was, that was the best camp I ever had. Like, you know, I, oh. <laughs> when I think of it, when I think back, if I could think back more, like, you know, it's, it's, I, you'd be, like, I'd, I'd be stunned myself, like, with some of the stuff that I used to do, like, you know. I'm Barra, and I'm just climbing through this tunnel, and I'm going, there's a bigger end, and there's a smaller end, and, well, I'm close to the end now, so, and I'm out, so, goodbye. I'm going back to Cal and Barra are never in the right place at the right time. At the moment, they're having fun in that big concrete tunnel over there. But all the team have worked really hard over the last few weeks. Everything was talked about, including the food. You get a piece of string. The knots were learnt. The log twice, so it makes an X. And then put the end of the string through, so it's called a clovich. The lines were practised. Be prepared. Scout promise. I promise to do my best. The big mess tent was put up. Barrett, hey, don't get, get out the other side. Get out the other side, no, Cal. Grab that side. And Cal, let's get a manager and start pegging in these sides. And their own particular song was chosen and practised. So over the last month, the Scouts have gelled as a team. They've learned the basic skills, they've worked out a plan, and now they're prepared for the real thing, the Clare County Scout Shield Competition 2008. The idea of the Shield came up um, quite some time ago, and what the Shield is, it's... Fiona Staunton is in charge of the Scouts in County Clare. It's the end of the year for the Scouts, and it's a weekend away where they use all the skills that they've learned for the last year, and they put them into practice. And those skills can be anything from pioneering, which is making things using timber and knots, first aid, a little bit of water activities. Um, and the, But the biggest part of the shield is working together as a team and finding your place in that team and finding your niche and that there is a place for everybody on the team. Eric has seen lots of changes in scouting since he was a beaver scout. The best thing I remember is we used to be all going away, like, it used to be great or crack, like. Well, back then, like, we could nearly do whatever we want, like. We could, all of us, pile into the back of a van and we'd, we'd tear off, like, you know. But these days, it's more health and safety, you know, than more than anything else, like. I'm not allowed to help them at all. It's all about doing it for themselves. But I think I'll have just a quick peep on how they're getting on. Oh, my toe! Are you okay? okay? What are you doing in there? I do. Yes. I whacked the feet of my toe. Ow. Years ago, we'd just go out and if we got wet or if we got dirty or whatever, we wouldn't really care. We'd just love it and we'd dance away inside it. Compared to now, like, they're, oh, I don't want to go near that. Oh, I'm not doing that. Oh, look at that. You know, that kind of, it's, it's with, with some of the kids that are there, like, they're just, oh, I don't know, like, compared to years ago. I, I don't know what to make of it, like. But, but at the end of the day, they're still, they're still going doing what they're doing, like, so, which is, they enjoy it, and that's the main thing, like. 
we're finished for now. It's after 10 and it's pitch dark, so we can't do any more work. We're just sort of looking at the or other campsites like um, New Markets and Ennis. Well, within two hours of arrival, the scouts have transformed the field. There's now a sea of little tents, big tents, wooden tables, cooking areas. Each team from Ennis, Clarecastle, New Market, Six Mile Bridge and Killaloo has its own area clearly marked out. And they look great in their own distinctive neckerchiefs. Green and orange and orange orange and green. What's the difference? What about blue and yellow? You see here? You have green on the edge and then the main is purple. So N is the main is... Orange. No, Six Mile Bridge, the main... Yeah, one of them is... One is green and the main is orange. And the other one is green and with the edge, orange. Fiona and John are inspecting one of the senior sites. Now their standards are pretty high for those teams. Your layout is fine. Yeah. Your site is untidy. Yeah. You're supposed to be seeing your team, so I expect everything to be done well. Yeah. As you should know, all your gear should be within your set boundaries by the end of the evening. Yeah. So obviously all the wood for your entrance should be brought in and piled in one spot. Uh, because it's dark now, everything should really be in neat bundles around yeah. so people aren't falling over them. You've pole right. bags as well left in the ground, so you need to start putting yeah. all that away in the store tent and tie them as you go along. Yeah. So, the, the, like I said, this is where, this is obviously the senior competition, so this is where we get strict on the points of view. Everything should be neatly away, organised. Uh, as we said, like, it's Friday night, so everything doesn't have to be done. The idea and the layout has to be there. Okay. I said, you've done the main things, which was you got your, I saw you got your sleeping tanks up first, you got your store tent up, you got your gear into it. That's the main idea. Obviously, then it's getting some food and stuff in. Yeah. Uh, realistically, I would have done it before now. I'd have already had your, yeah, I would have had your tea and stuff there yeah. and had it done. And then by this stage, you should really be on tidy up. With the way that night is getting now, you should nearly be finished. Yeah. Well, a junior really is just there to, to get experience. That's basically what a junior team is there for. Like. They're there to get experience and their, their, their leaders help them as well to show them how to get do better on a project with the senior lead, senior scouts, you can't go near them like they have to do everything for themselves. You can't touch them like. So they're basically on their own. They have to do everything themselves compared to the junior team. It's, it's good in a way like. It, it basically brings them all together. A scout camp wouldn't be one without a campfire. And it's where all the scouts get together and start to mix. Well, I'm off to my tent now for what I hope would be a good night's sleep. Although kids and sleep. We're just after coming in from the campfire, which was wet. And the lads won't shut up in the next tent. And then they speak louder. Oh my God. As loud as a pack of hyenas. Yeah, see, sound effects, sound effects. <laughs> Sweets, the, those were... Um... So at the moment there is Linda, Aoife, um, Kate and myself in the tent and we are eating sweets. Oh, we have to get up at 8 o'clock in the morning. Uh, at least. Yeah. Okay, it's so slán a you now anyway. Talk to you later. Day is done. Time for taps. Good night, campers. Time to head for my bed. 
and collapse. Lights out. Cause the last bugle blast. Now is past. Saturday morning, bright and early. Today's the big day for the competition. Eric has assembled all the scouts for further orders. I won't know you've all got a BB bag. Yes, a sleeping bag. A pair of boots. It's a bit like boot camp here. <laughs> and as well, on a, on a different note, I'd like those toilets above to be kept clean. It's disgusting. There you go, disgusting. <laughs> Alright. Sean, I don't know. Do you feel it? Um, what else have I got to say? I won't go near. The best to look and enjoy yourselves. <laughs> the best to look and enjoy yourselves. Thank you, Mary. Right. So, um, did you sleep last night? I slept for like five hours. They have a little time to finish off their sights. The girls are chatting over their breakfast. Kate, she's only 11, but well able to hold her own. She's finishing off the barbecue stand. We are making the barbecue and you have to make a tripod, two tripods, and then you put a crossbar between them and then you put the barbecue. Which is extremely heavy. And yeah, it's heavy. Really heavy. So we're going to need Vanessa. And there's sand and peat moss in it. To raise up the fire. Yeah. Oh, lads, make sure you cook the chicken really well because the chicken I got the night, um, it wasn't really cooked properly. Which is... It was kind of slimy. So it was the last time it was still kind of. Because we didn't have enough time and it's too low. See, wow. now I'm going to kill someone, see? You do know this will be on radio. <laughs> Today's the day when they compete in various challenges. Fiona and John will be giving the marks for how they cope with each one. And I'm going to tag along somewhere in the background. It's about 10 o'clock in the morning now. We're going off into the woods to do our first challenge, which I think is making the bivvies. Anybody like to guess what we're doing? Bivvy building. Bivvy building, exactly. You've got 45 minutes and you need to build a bivvy that's big enough so all of you can lie down and have a good night's sleep inside of it. Okay, so it needs to be dry, waterproof, big enough, comfy, and that's pretty much your whole briefing. I'll give you a warning at 15 minutes, 15 minutes to go, okay? I'll give you another warning at five minutes to go. And at the completion of the task, we want to be all inside of it, pretending we're ready to go to sleep, okay? Use, use the natural stuff around you, okay? You can use your bivvy bags inside of it if you wish to, okay? Yeah, yeah. Just somewhere close by, okay? It's about teamwork, and that may sound a bit cracked. Okay, but what it's about, it's about we're all going to have to get together. We don't have a tent to sleep in tonight. We may have got caught up in the, up in the hills, and that can happen. People do get cut out, caught out in bad weather. Um, how, what are we going to find to keep ourselves safe? So they should always carry a bivvy bag with them. You really shouldn't go hiking unless you have a bivvy, bivvy bag. So we're checking to see, did they bring the bivvy bag with them? Uh-huh. They think of it. They're using 
the environment around them to protect them and to keep them safe. They're working together as a team insofar as they're looking for a place that's going to provide them shelter. They're not going to build a vivi out in an exposed area. They're going to keep it low to the ground. They're going to use the materials that are available to them. So they have to think. They have to work with the materials that they have and that they can find in the environment around them. And they've got to plan and think together about how we are all going to come together as a team and work this out that we're all going to be safe. All over the woods, teams of scouts are now making their own little bivvies from branches, moss, whatever they can find in the woods. Would you like a little pointer? There's a really nice rock down here with a flat face on it. That'll make one wall and the floor's already built. All you got to do is put a roof on it. See over here? Okay, guys. Okay. Guys, come on down here. We were above in the Gelty Mountains. And it absolutely lashed. I mean, it lashed out of the heavens now. And our tents, our tents were soaked. The kids, we were all, we were all drenched inside my tent, inside in the tent. There was a pond inside it, and my in, at, the, at the bottom of my sleeping bag, there was a pond inside it, and my feet were inside in the water. And there was kids in in other tents, and they had a kind of an island made out of the rucksacks, and they put the rucksacks into the middle. <laughs> Into the middle of their of their um, dome, and there they all were sitting up on top of it, and the water coming straight down through it and around, and it was just like a little pond coming straight down off the mountain. Oh, it was, oh, it was comical to see it, like, but it wasn't it wasn't good at the, it wasn't really that good like at the time, like when when you think about it, like you know. Are we all in? Yeah. Oh, no, not quite. Okay, can we all lie down just to see how big this thing is? Yeah. See how big your house is. Can all lie down. Yeah. Okay. Nice. This a is a beautiful house. Thank you. I don't know if I'd want to sleep in it though. I would. I would. We've okay. time on it. Yeah. Okay, what if what if it rained? Yeah, it's very, it's very hoary. Okay. Yeah, just freeze 15 <laughs> more minutes. Yeah. Yeah. How warm do you think it would be? Not very warm. But no. we, you'd have a sleeping bag and you'd have a baby bag, so you would be kind of warm because I passed But you, you haven't we got have a baby bag and you haven't got a sleeping bag we have a baby at the bag. moment. Yeah. Now, if, if you were making a bivy, what I'd recommend is that you make it much, much lower. Mm. Okay? At the moment, it's beautiful for walking around, it's a lovely, lovely construction. You know, I, I can't fold it really, it's beautiful. But to keep you warm and dry and safe when the weather is miserable outside, you want to keep it fairly low. You want a lot more moss on there. Buckets and buckets of moss. You don't want to be able to see any light through it. By having it nice and small and lots and lots of moss with a small entrance into it, it'll keep all its heat in there. It'll keep you nice and warm. Okay? Other than that, it's lovely. Okay? Now, on the way back, We'll just stop at that other one, okay? It's around 12 now and we're at the first day of challenge. Our first patient had asthma and um, and then our next one was a person fell out of a tree. He had a piece of wood stuck into his leg and for some reason, I don't know who, um, pulled a stick out of his leg and killed him. So... Um, <laughs> So we, did, we weren't very good at the first aid. Did you all think you should pull the stick out? Well, yeah. And that's the worst thing to do, is it? Yeah, <laughs> it's the last thing to do. 
Why, did the blood come pouring out, is it? Well, yeah, he would have bled today. We're now making this thing called a donut. I don't really know what it is. This is the donut. And you put that then around, you put the stick, the stick will be sticking up here. Now, it won't be that big, but this is basically how you do a donut with your neckerchief. All right, and you can put that down then around the, the wound and then kind of bandage it, it'll protect it, and it won't be hitting the stick and things like that. Yeah, All right. So he won't be under too much pain. He won't be under it. You, try your, it. Like you try your best to give him as much pain relief as you can. Even though it's very hard to do it when you're in the middle of nowhere and something goes wrong, but you try your best. You've got to remember, it's all for the safety of him. Stay with him. Maybe one or two go back, but the rest of you stay and try and help. Or like if there was a couple of you there, just come here, give me your hand. Just like this, he'd lock on. He'd just, just hold on to me there like that. You could lock on like that, like, but kind of like this, and then you could put yourselves on it, but that's still too much strain on yourself as well. For a stretch of his head, like there was six of you there, or seven of you, and one of you got injured. Like you'd have two there, two there. It'd be like carrying a coffin, like, do you know what I mean? Mm. That, like, that, that's basically what it's like, like, it's like carrying a coffin, but the best thing is the bivy bag, or get sticks and use your clothes. All right? Any questions? I, I, one more thing now about the asthma. What you, what you did there was very well, was very good, except you smothered the poor character, whoever had asthma. She'd smother, she'd be, she'd be twice as bad because you all went around her, you didn't give her, you have to stand back, just one person or two, just go into her and talk to her. You were too much in top of her altogether. And we'd ask me, she needs air. Do you know what? She was, she was with hard breathing. But the questions, whoever asked them, was it you? Was it you? Whoever asked the questions, do you suffer from asthma? Do you have an in, your inhaler? They were very good. They were very good, I have to say. Now, the. Right, that's it for that. That's it for that. Now we have another. There's another one there, right? Um, panic attack. All right, my foot. It's around lunchtime now. We're at the water base, and we have to make um, this raft to get um, this person who lost his canoe in the river. <laughs> we have to get his oar and his canoe by um, putting someone on the what you call, the raft. This is really, really, really well. Yeah. Here, will you help us? No, I'm not allowed, but you have plenty more of your team sitting down there. Wait, guys, guys. Yeah, guys, come yeah. on. You're a part of this as well. No, it's, I don't... We're not swimming. Who's going in? I'll have fresh shoes. Does have a spare shoes? Me and Callum know Take off your shoes. The one thing I did notice when girls did come into scouting, first of all, was um, it upped the game. Very much so. Um, the girls that came in were very motiv motivated. They really, really wanted to be here. Um, some of the girls, you'll find their leadership skills are really very good. They really come to the fore in leadership, especially when you go to patrol leader forums and you watch the difference between the boys and the girls. It does bring out the leadership in the girls very much so. Don't jump onto it, OK? <laughs> and strangely enough, um, as far as leaders go, females outnumber the males... Um, which is, I suppose, strange in an organisation that would have originally been seen as a very male-dominated uh, organisation. Um, 
But the one thing, definitely, the difference you would see between boys and girls is the leadership in the girls seems to be that bit stronger. Okay, I'm coming in because I need to wash this off. Guys, if you get out past, if you got them out past the reeds, it gets a lot easier, you know. I hope so. If the rest of your team give you a push or something. Kate is holding a rope attached onto Callum. Um, and she keeps pulling him back and now they have the canoe and they got the paddle now so and <laughs> it's very funny well they're kind of in such a way they're kind of good like because they kind of get the boys to do more stuff because if they were all boys they'd kind of like just lay back sometimes but then again now I could be wrong just sometimes they do alright yeah they give the girls a roasting but the girls are better to give it back like Oh, there's no fear. There's no fear of my girls now. I tell her they'll, they'll they'll give it as good as they get. Let's see if a boy can do it. Yeah, no uh, boy has done it yet. Come on, Cal, you're a last hope. No boy went out. For me. That's right. That's right. It's about three now, and um, we're at this sort of trapeze challenge, where um, we have to like there's this tight rope, two ropes, one above each other. Um, and we have to walk around along the bottom holding on to the top one and we just have to get to the other side without falling into this pit thing. Right. Standing on this one, you're holding this one. And walk across. Yeah, just be careful don't fall because there's a lot of the rocks in there. Yeah. And mice. Oh, mice. Oh my god. No, I'm going to and everything down. Yeah. All the boys are sort of messing around, pretending they were spiders, because all the girls were like scared of them, and when they fell. No spider. Look, Linda would fall right in front of him. No, she wouldn't. There's even a hole where he comes out. Linda, there's no spider there. They're only trying to put you up. The slagging between the boys and the girls never stops. It's like a running commentary to every activity. But I suppose that's fairly normal for a group of teenagers. Anyway, we're at the aerial runway now. It looks terrifying to me. You climb up very high wooden steps, put on a harness, and then you go sliding down on a kind of zip wire. Now, some of the scouts would do it all day. Kate wasn't too keen at first. Can I go instead of her? But she managed it. Well done, Kate. That's what scouting does for you. It brings out the best. I'll do once and see what it's like. Are you sure how to Scouting helped me in a way to interact with people, like basically to, to talk to people better, like because you'll meet new people all the time. Which, which I think scouts is good for that, like, you know, you, you're always, like, when the summertime comes, like, you're always meeting people, always. There's always something different. It all depends, and if you're going away, well, you'll meet more, more different people all the time. And it's always, it's it always for me, and it's always been great, great or crack, like, always has been. I tell you, I, <laughs> I'm not a shy, I, I was, I, well, I was kind of shy when I started. I'm not shy no more. <laughs> I talk to anyone now, like, you know, I'm, it, it just, it, it helps, it basically helps you, like. For the catering inspection, we do it when they're off-site, so they're not intimidated by going around. Back at the, the tent area, John is doing a secret look. inspection while the site is empty. So, 
like last night, your main areas are your site layout, your storage, your hygiene, gateway, gadgets then are what extra to do. Organisation, dining shelter, safety, obviously obviously an issue. Right, so their tanks are fine like that. With the senior teams we expect their boundary to be like a brick wall. The shelter is good. Fire. Good, yes, tin foil like always important. Okay, that just for the lashings to be tighter on it because obviously it's the thing they're going to use. Chicken kebabs. Apart from that, it's fine, it's nice, it's tight, it's clean. Everything's up off the ground that needs to be. So I said for a junior team? Very good, no? Quite happy with it. Without knowing it, the Kellaloo team is in with a real chance. They might even win the Junior Shield. Well, spiderweb, it's a piece of string basically between two, well, between two trees. And it's like kind of strung across, so it's like spiderweb. And it's those little kind of holes and things. Back in the woods, the team did something called the spiderweb challenge. And the object was to get through without touching the, without, like, touching the trees or going over the, the string or beneath it. Aoife describes it. Now, bear in mind that Aoife is a very tall girl. You'd try, like, you'd decide which was the biggest gap that you could go through and everything. It was really fun. And nobody could get through. And then Colum had the bright idea of lifting me through. So everyone lifted me up and they put me to this hole and I got through. And that, I was the only person that got through in, in our group. We're at the obstacle course now. We're um, in two groups and we just have to go around the obstacle course. You climb over a blue rope. You jump up onto a hanging log. You can balance with these two ropes at the side. It twirls. <laughs> and... Um, then, whoa! Oh no, off. I fell off! Yeah. And then. You fell not the slow, it would have nothing to do. Then there's another one, which you have to step down to get to. Oh, we're all starving now. Linda and Callum have to go back and make the dinner for us. When, uh, and it has to be ready when we get there. So uh, I'm glad I'm not on dinner duty. We're up at the corn in. Well, I put the corn in. Should I? Should I? See, the, the potatoes won't be done for until eight. Until eight. And um, the kebabs can be um, at maybe quarter past six. What are we having? We are having corn on the cob, and then we're having potato and kebabs, and then for dessert, we're having um, apples, bananas, all, all um, chopped up with whipped cream all over it. On a day like this, time just flies. And before anyone knows it, it's time for the big campfire of the weekend. It's about ten now. The dinner wasn't that bad. Um, we're we're at the campfire now, and we, ha we each group has to do a sketch, and um, yeah. this group I don't know who it was, um, 
did these awful jokes. They were really bad and they thought they were awful. There are three Santa Clauses standing outside a toy store. How do you know which one's from Kerry? The one with the Easter eggs in his sack. We have a song ready to do for the sketch and um, the Wild Rover, but we, uh, we don't really want to do that anymore, so we might do Alleluia instead. Alleluia, And the fire was blaring, and they were singing their songs, and we were singing ours. Like, and there was green there thrown in. It was, it was great. Like, you know, we just, we all kind of, for a finish, we all just got on together. Like. We really have to get up. It's Sunday morning now. I didn't get, I probably got less sleep last night than I did the night before. We have to go all in full uniform uh, with our purple and green Neko with the woggle and our Scout uh, shirt ironed and all. So, uh, like Vanessa and the, all the older Scouts have all badges along the arms and all that. The weekend is almost over. Fiona has arrived to do a full inspection of the site okay, and the scouts. In full uniform, they do okay. look good. Okay, so just you know, keep an eye on small things like that because hygiene is very important. Okay. We're looking at hygiene. The store tents is everything nice and neat and tidy. Have they kept the raw foods from the the cooked food? So the mammies will be delighted to know these things that they can go home and clean the fridge when they're finished. Um, we're looking at health and safety that there isn't axes or saws or things left lying around in the ground. And then during the day, we're marking them on the basis as well on um, their mind games, the first aid base, the, the rafting and the climbing and the different things. But the biggest marks that we do actually give throughout the events and throughout the activities are on how they work together. They're on team spirit, um, how everybody gets involved in the team, whether they've all taken part. And they actually, the marks for that are actually worth twice as much as the marks for the actual practical work. Like, as myself as a leader now, like, you can see it in the scouts. There's other kids better at doing things than other kids. So, like, each kid, each child has, you could say, like, when they're doing tints or pioneer or first aid, there's a different kid that kind of takes to that compared to other children. Like, the same way I was. I am fell now, I'm into pioneer now myself into building compared to the other boys they were kind of into other stuff like so there's no saying well you're not able to do anything so you're staying there in the corner like there's none of that that's what that's one thing I found out about scouts that you're never left out you're never you're always you're always doing something you're always someone will always be there for you like
So we're looking at a bigger picture. We're looking at how they work together, how they develop as a person from when they come into us in scouting and they leave us hopefully as a more rounded and I suppose a person who's found their place within society and they can use the skills that they have learned in scouting. Sing me the story of your day Of the coming and the going Of another day of growing And what you learned along the way My favourite thing about the weekend was the aerial runway. I'd say the worst bit was probably getting up in the morning or something. Doing it, we've done stuff like you thought, oh my God, we couldn't do this. So like, yeah, it's like an achievement even if we don't come first or second or whatever. The annual Shield is a weekend these scouts will never forget. They've worked hard, played hard, learned new skills, faced new challenges, made new friends. But most importantly, they've had a lot of fun along the way. So in fourth place, Shannon. Well done, Shannon. Second, oh, that's class. It was brilliant and we had a really good time and we were so pleased to get even second. And next year, Killaloo might be sending a senior team up to the Shield. Rug. <laughs> the people you meet in scouting invariably turn out to be the friends that you would have for the rest of your life and you make very good friendships and you see that when kids come into you in cubs and by the time they go up to scouts and, and venturers and you watch them along their journey and they've made really good steadfast friendships that, that will last them Well Mike, well the fellas that I, that I grew up with in a, they'll always give you a ring, you'll always meet them you'll always stand up and chat to them and see how things are there was a friend of mine, he was he was in scouts with me and he was over in Australia and he came back and I hadn't seen him. Jeez, I hadn't seen him in about five years. And we were, I was just above and down town getting stuff and all of a sudden he pops in. Big massive hug for the two of us. <laughs> Things have never changed with us. Like we're still, it's still the same as, as if we were inside in scouts, like, you know, so. Sing me the story of your day.